going. Good evening, Chevrolet. Today's daf is daf Ayin Vav, page 76. In the Heligim Masechah's Gittin, when we were up to the third line on daf Ayin Vav, Amad Aleph, Tonu Rabbonon. All right, let's go. Tonu Rabbonon, the rabbis learned so should we. A husband says to his wife, I'm giving you a get and this get is valid, conditional that you serve my dad for two years. Or he says on condition that you nurse my child for two years. Even if the condition is not fulfilled, Hariza get, it's a valid get. How could this be true? Wasn't it conditional? Says the Gemara, let's, says the Bryce, will explain. The Fishalai Amarla, Imtishamshi, Imlaytishamshi, Imtaniki, Imlaytani. Which means the condition is not a valid condition because, as we learned yesterday, in order for a condition to be valid, you have to explain both sides of the coin. The same way by the, by the Shevet God and Shevet Ruuvain. The condition that was made with them was If you go and fight The land of Canaan Then you could have Avra Yardin And if you don't, you cannot In order for a condition to be a condition You have to express The outcome of both sides And since over here All he said is This is a valid get If You serve my father Or if you don't have baby even if the person didn't do it, it's still a valid get because it's not the condition is a, is a, not a valid condition. In order for it to be a valid condition, you have to express both sides. You didn't do that, so what are we left with? It's a valid get. You gave a get, and any condition you attached it is a it, 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 it's, it's meaningless. It's a meaningless condition. Okay, Divi Rabbi Meir. This is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. The Chum say no. Niskayim atanai a get. If you fulfill, then it is valid. If not, it's not valid. Okay. Now this needs to be explained. Because we're saying it's a valid get, despite the fact that you didn't express both sides. So if Meir says that not expressing both sides is ma'akev, which means it gets in the way of the condition and the condition is not valid, the sages say it's still a valid condition. We're going to have a third opinion here. Rabbi Shem ben Gamliel says, Ein lecha tenai, there's no such thing as a condition if it's not doubled over, which means it doesn't tell us both sides of the coin. Now, doesn't this seem to be like Rebbe Mayer? Seems to be Rebbe Mayer. Say that again. It, it, it a... it's not, there's no such thing as a valid condition in the Torah if it's not doubled over. If, you have if, to express both sides. Both sides. Both sides. Right now, this seems to be the first opinion. So, what's the ending here? We Excellent already, question. We already said that. Beautiful. All right, so let's hold on to the question because that's a valid question. Okay, the question is that was the first opinion we said. What's the shimming on the left? Good. Let's keep going. Ika da Amri. Some say le Rebbe Meir Kaamala Roshiming Amliel was talking directly to the first opinion. And saying that the reason why the first opinion holds it's not a condition is because you don't find it in the Torah. Maybe he's just not adding a new opinion, he's just expressing the first opinion and why the reason. Now those that say that he was speaking to the second opinion. 
in the Brisa. And let's explain. There are those who say that Rav Shemuel was talking to Rav Meir. And he's saying as follows, There's no such thing as a condition in the Torah if it's not doubled over. And you're going to have two ksuvim, two psukim that teach me one idea. And what's that idea? That a condition needs to be doubled over. And every time you have two psukim teach me one halacha, what it tells me to do is Keep it in that place and don't learn it out from anywhere else. Those say he was talking to Rabbanon, and what he's saying is, and therefore you're wrong. Okay? So either he's saying like this. This is actually, it sounds complicated, but it's very simple. And let's take a step back and just realize. Everyone's in agreement. We're not coming to express a third opinion. It seemed, when you read the Brisa, we're coming with a third opinion. So we had a question. But you're not a third opinion. Let's go through the opinions again. Opinion number one was Shitas Reb Meir. Reb Meir says, if a man gives a get to his wife and he says, it's a valid get on condition you serve my father or nurse my baby for two years. Reb Meir said, it's a valid get. The condition does not need to be filled. Second opinion. The Chachamim say, it is a valid get even though you didn't express both sides. Dispute. Comes along Rosh Hashanah with a statement. And his statement either is going to be towards opinion number one or opinion number two. He's not coming with a third opinion. And his statement is, you don't find in the Torah a condition that's not doubled. Okay? So either he's expressing this towards Rebbe Meir, and he's saying to Rebbe Meir, that we actually find two different places in the Torah where you, it needs to be doubled over. And there's a rule. And here's the problem. Because there's a rule. Whenever the Torah comes to teach me the same halacha twice, it doesn't apply to other places. And I'll explain why. Why did it teach you twice? That's the reason. Right. The reason, since it said it twice, it must be I can't learn it to anywhere else. If the Torah only taught me in one place a condition like B'nai Gada, B'nai Ruvain, then I would say, you can learn up from everywhere else that in order for it to be a valid condition, it has to be doubled over. But since we have in other places as well, in Navi, there's other places where we find a doubled over condition, that shows me that it's unique to those places, and any place where I don't find the Torah telling me it needs to be doubled, maybe it would be a valid condition without doubling. Okay? So that's one possibility what Rosh is coming to do. Or, he's saying to the Rabbanon, who hold it that it's a, it's a valid condition, even though it's not doubled, he's saying to the Rabbanon, why? Don't you need a doubled condition? So, either way, let's just pause. Let's just pause. And again, either way, everybody agrees this is not a third opinion. Yale's question was, you're not, Rosh you're a third opinion, you're not adding anything. The answer is, you're right. He's not adding anything. But what either he's coming to express an added detail for a mayor's shita, and to say that it's or he's coming to teach me the opinion of the Rabbana. But in a chanami, he's not coming to teach me, uh, not coming to teach me a, a third opinion. Okay. Says the Gemara, one second. But I'll ask you a contradiction from another b'risa. Harei zeh gite chamanashat t'shamshu yaz abu sheishonim amanashat t'nigi yaz b'nishayishonim. 
What happens if you make a condition for two years and then guess what happens? Mesa'av, the guy's father dies, so his wife, who he gave the get to, conditional of the two years of work, cannot work for her father-in-law anymore. Oy mesa'bein. Or the kid dies, so she can't nurse him for two years. Ain't I get? It's not a valid get. Divrei Rabbi Meir, this is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. The Chamrayim, the Cham say, Af, Alpi, Shalayin, Eskayim, Matanai, I raise a get. It is a valid get. Why? Because he said, say to the Rabbana, let me explain conditions. Yechayla hi laimar, she's able to say, Shataimar light to her ex husband, according to the Cham. Tainli Avicha, give me your dad, Vasham Shadu, and I'll serve him. It's not my fault that he kicked the bucket. It's not my fault he's not around. I'm, I'm happy to do it. And since I'm happy to fulfill the tonight, the condition, I should, it should be a valid get. Give me your child and I'll nurse him. Now the problem here is this whole thing's a contradiction because this mo- the moment we saw this brysa, we all did a double take. We were like, whoa, what, 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 one second. Previously, right, Rev Mayer had, to, or let's start with over here. In this brysa, Rev Mayer says that if the kid dies or the father dies, it's not a valid get. But previously, Rav Meir said it is a valid get. And here we find the opposite opinion of the Rabbana. So it seems to be a contradiction in Rav Meir and a contradiction in the Rabbana. Says the Gemara, no, we could wiggle out of both of these. Why? The Rav Meir, Rav Meir, like Kasha, the two Bryces are not a contradiction in Rav Meir. Hasam, Bidalai Kafli, Latanai. Over there, there wasn't a double condition. And that's why it was a problem. Again, Rav Meir's insisting that you always need a tenai kafel for a condition to come into play. Hacha, but over here, me the kafel tenai. Over here, he did double over his condition, and therefore it's a valid condition, and ain't I get. It's not a valid get. So the mayor's going to say like this. A husband says to a wife, this is your get on condition you serve my father for two years, and if you don't serve him for two years, it's not a get. Then the father dies within two years. Says the mayor, it's not a valid get. Because you made a doubled condition, and the action of the condition wasn't fulfilled. So it's not a valid get. The condition wasn't made. Where do we say it would be a valid get? If you only made a one-sided condition. Because your mayor holds, you need the two sides. He's sticking with that opinion. You need to double up your, your condition. And there's no contradiction in Shittas Rabbana, either opinion of Rabbana. Why? I'll tell you why. Because who are the Rabbana? Are they always the same people? See, in order for something to be a contradiction... It has to be the same person being hypocritical and arguing on uh, saying something different than you said prior, than you said previously. But if it's a different Tana, then there's no contradiction. And that's the Gemara here says, Man chacham who's chacham in this brisa of the father and son uh, who passed away, Rav kol any time a condition is made and she can't fulfill it through no fault of her own. It's not her fault their father-in-law died. It's not her fault the child died. Then Hareza get it's going to be a valid get. However, in the first brisa, it'll it'll follow the opinion of those who argue on Shem Gamliel. So the basic answer is this brisa is the opinion of Shem Gamliel. Previous brisa is not the opinion of Shem Gamliel. Hence, there's no contradiction. Okay, period. End of that conversation. We now have clarified that specific brisa, and now we're going to move on to a brand new brisa, a brand new set of circumstances. Okay, new sugya. Tanu Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, and that's why they are rabbis. Amar la b'fnei if a man says to a, his wife, this is your get, and, and there, there are two witnesses there. 
Now, he doesn't just say this is your get with the witnesses. He says, Okay, so here's what happens. He says, in front of two people, he says, I'm, gonna, I'm going to give you a get on condition you work for my father for two years. The witnesses saw him say this. They heard him say this. Now, and then he has two different witnesses and he says, This is your get on condition to give me $200, 200 Zuz. So now here's, here's the deal. This guy is mocking, driving everybody crazy. Here's what happened. So, We've been walking right now. The Tzaris, right? This guy, Yanku, wants to divorce Rachel. So he says to Rachel in front of two witnesses, I'm divorcing you on condition that you work for my father for two years. Two witnesses hear this. Do they see him give a get? No, because he never gave the get. But the condition was made in front of two witnesses. These two witnesses leave. Then he walks over to his wife, and as he hands her the get, he says, this is a get on condition you give me 200 zuz. And, well, what, what, and he's giving the get? As he hands her the get. get. Right, he makes another condition. But he's handing her a get. Correct. The the first time he's not handing her a get. Correct. The second time he is. Correct. Now here's the shiloh. The second condition, is that in addition to the first condition? Now he wants to... Or is he making a new condition? How do you view this? Is the second witnesses here to uproot what he originally wanted to do? Or not? Okay? So you, you hear this? Because the first witnesses heard him make a condition, but they didn't see the actual handoff of the gex. He never gave it to us. Here we go. So uh, let, let's start this again. Ton the rabbis learned that's why they're rabbis. Here we go. Let's start this price again. Omar Labafnei nine. He says to her in front of two witnesses, Hareza Gitech, behold, this is your get, Almanas, on condition. You see, we already, last thin line on Ayn Vavam Ralf. Okay, last thin line on Vavam Ralf. Almanas, on condition, for two years. Then he says in front of two other witnesses, Hareza Gitech, Almanas, Shetitni, Lima, Sayyam, Zuz, he got a condition, you give me 200 Zuz, and he gives it to them, her with them watching. Lai Bito, Divri, Achron, Esarishan. The second condition is not nullifying the first condition. Meaning, It's either or now. She doesn't even need to do both. As long as she meets one condition, she's divorced. Interesting, right? You would have said, either she's got to do both, or maybe the second one. The first opinion is, it's now either or. Okay. But if the husband says, why in front of two witnesses, you give me 200 zuz, it's a valid get. He didn't give it to her yet. Because of our love of this is your get on condition to give me 300. See, added to the number, same type of condition with more money, and he gives her the get, then she's got to give him 300 zuz. And also each set of witnesses is considered completely unique and the two witnesses cannot combine to testify about the attached condition. So let's say she shows up with a get and says, I'm divorced. The husband says, no, I never divorced you. I made a condition and the condition wasn't met. 
Could he bring Edom? Where one aide says, yeah, I heard the husband say she has to give him 200 zuz. And another aide comes and says, yeah, I heard the husband say you got to give 300 zuz. The answer is no. The two, these two guys can't combine. You need two witnesses that heard to make a condition of 200 zuz and two, and two other witnesses or the same guys who heard him say 300 zuz. But you can't have one from each group. They can't each be giving their own uh, testimony. Now, you, the Chiddush here is as follows. I don't think it's Pasha. I'll tell you why it's a Chiddush. Bechlau Shleish Meyais, Shnei Meyais. No, but it's, it's two different Edis and two different Edis. So is it two Edis? No. Is, is it two Edis? Everybody, the 200 guy and the 300 guy both agree that she's got to give him at least 200. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I hear. Uh huh. Begin thought. Again? First stop. Thank you. Right, the yeah, the first stop. Um, so, I think that's the chiddush here. That's what Rashi says. Rashi's the here is that the two Adam need to come from the same, the, the same statement. You can't have Adam from from different statements. Says the Gemara, yeah, Ahai, which Allah? We've learned that before in a different case. Yeah, that's what Freeman's asking. That you can't have the, no, the Adam have to be together in the same. You know, yeah, they on the same thing. They can't be split one over here and one over here. Sometimes it depends. It's sugya makas. Sometimes it depends. Right? There's a sugya discusses what if two people saw the same thing from two different windows. If they could see each other, they see yeah. the guy, but they saw you the same action. The question is if this is... Nothing to do with each other. Over so here, this has... The same thing, even if they don't see each other. It's the same thing. You saw it. I don't have to know who you are. So if you hold that included in 300 is 200, then you also saw it. No. Yeah. Everybody agrees. The she owes at least two hundred for, for the condition to no, be affected. The eighties are not eighties. Eight. They're eight, not eight. Okay. Could you have two eight on a get signed at different times? About the same thing. Yes, maybe more so than this. Okay. Okay. Let's keep going. I hear. Okay, well, good. We'll go. This is good. Ah, hi. So, which halacha are we talking about? Ilema seifa. If we're going on the seifa hare bottle. The first condition is bottle. Yeah, because he said a second condition. The first condition is out the window. Second condition's here. So why do I need to say that the first wit- one witness from the first group cannot testify with the witness of the second group? It's Pushit. And here's why it's Pushit. You ready? Yeah. And this is strengthening Rabbi Friedman's question. The reason why it's Pushit is because the second condition already nullified the first guy. Once, once I know there's another group that says 300... So the first eight is now nullified. Why would I even think he could show up in the first place? Uh-huh. He's testifying to nothing. What? Makes your question even stronger. Ella, rather, Aresha. It's got to be going on the Aresha. What's the Aresha? We're not dealing with where he changed from 200 Zuz to 300 Zuz. Rather, what happened was there were two witnesses that, saw, that testify that he said to his wife, this is your get on condition you serve my husband, that you serve my father. And then... He uh, made a completely separate uh, condition. Okay? So the Chiddush and the price is going to be that if, let's say, one aide heard him uh, make a condition on the get that he's got to, she has to work, serve his father, and another aide heard make a condition on the get that, it's, that he's going to have to give uh, uh, money, it's a completely separate, uh, completely separate condition, and it's, it's not connected to each other. So, Aha, even there it's Pashat. It's a completely separate condition. 
I would have thought that any time you're coming to fulfill a tenai, they could be mitzarev, they could they could join together, therefore the chiddush is that they cannot. Now Rabbi Freeman is not going to like this, but here's the lumdus of what we're saying. What we're saying is like this. Maybe when each one comes to testify, one aid from the first group, one aid from the second group, even when it's completely different, right? One, one aide says, well, I heard the husband say that she's got to work for his father. Another aide says, well, I heard him say she has to give him 200 zuz. Completely separate. But maybe they could be mitzarif as far as saying and stating there are conditions attached to the get. Join. Let them partner up by there being two witnesses who know for a fact that there's conditions attached. And once there's conditions attached, then Bezdin has to go do their research and say it's not so push it. It's not so simple that she's automatically divorced. You can't say such you can't say she's automatically divorced. Because either way, bottom line, if there's a condition attached, it's not a valid get. So let them in, in that sense, let them be mitzarif. Let them join together. Let them jointly come together. Kamashwa and the Khidish is that no. It's two separate Zachin. It was two separate circumstances. Two separate instances. You don't combine that there was a condition. It has to be the same exact condition. Okay. Zok the Mishnah about seven lines to the bottom of Ayin Vav Amaralev Harizagiteich Emloi Basvikanat Shloishim Yoyim. A famous case that comes up often. We quote this Mishnah very common. A man says, "Wife, this is your get. If I don't come back in thirty days, Vayolech Mihuda LeGalil. He's going from Yehuda to the Galil. He gia la the Antipras." He reads Antipras, and then he comes back, Batal Tanai, the Tanai is Batal, which means that uh, he fulfilled his condition. If he says... No, I mean, no, not that he fulfilled his condition. Why? He didn't fulfill his condition, he came back. So it's, a, so it's not a valid get? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're saying. The Chazar, yeah, bottle tonight. The tonight is, but right, it falls off. That's really what it means. I hear what you're saying. You're saying it's a, it's the wrong expression, really. I hear, but I think we're going to use it. We'll see as we get to the Seifa. We're using this expression for consistency in expression sake. In no case have I heard that the wife sends a detective to find out what happened to her husband. It's just like she's sitting and waiting. Yeah. So, well, somehow we know where he went. However, it was we know we know if he went, where he went. We knew. I want to mention. I want to mention one more point. I want to mention one more point. He said, which is going to be very important to the Mishnah, because this is really going to it's going to be a geographical Mishnah and Gemara. Okay, and that, it's going to teach us a little bit of geography. The expression that he used is, "This is your get." If I don't come back within 30 days. Yeah. Which means two things. He needs to be back in 30 days, which means he has to leave. Yes. What if he never left? A man says to his wife, this is your get if I don't come back in 30 days. If he never left, then he didn't come back in 30 days either. So we're going to have to focus on this expression, a very interesting expression. And we're going to, and over here, the Mishnah says, and the expectation of the condition is that he's traveling from Yehuda to the Galil, to the Galilee. 
So over here we say, If he reached the area of Antipras, and then he came back, it's not a valid get, because he went out geographically, and now he's back. However, if he says, If he says, Behold, this is your get, I don't come back in 30 days. And he was going from Galil to And he reached the town of Osnoi, Vachazar. And he comes back, Bottle tonight. Also, it's going to be Bottle. Each of these places, the Gemara is assuming over here, is that he went far enough for it to be considered a return. It says the Gemara is saying. Uh, the the Mishnah is giving us a place. Right. Where he's, right. he can't just stay there. Beautiful. The Mishnah is giving us locations that he has to reach for it to be considered a leaving and a returning. Okay? So, so far the assumption is you need to go. You need to go somewhere. That's what he says, Behold, this year again, if I don't come back within 30 days. And he was traveling. Which means he was traveling outside Eretz Yisrael. And he reached as far as Akko to the north. And he comes back. Also, Botol Tanoi. The condition falls off. And it's not a valid get. He's back in 30 days. Now, Akko from over here, again, seems to imply it's outside Eretz Yisrael. It says he reached Akko. We're going to have a problem with this because there's other places where we find Akko. Very good. The Valdik. All right. Let's keep going. Anytime I'm not in front of you for 30 days. He says his wife, if you don't see my face for the next 30 days, then this get is valid. And he leaves and he comes back. He leaves and comes back. Even though he said, if you don't see my face, if they didn't have Yichud, then the, the get is effective and um, the condition was not met. Okay, now this needs to be understood because the words he used were, right, from in front of your face. So the, the Mishnah's assumption is, that he means if you don't have yichud as a husband and wife for 30 days. All right. A lot to unpack here. What does that have to do with it? Good. What does yichud have to do with avor k'neged panecha? Yeah. Okay, good. So we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait. Good question. Good question. Mr. Miller? Good All right. Agreed. Good question. Gemara. Now let's answer all our questions. Tearing apart the Mishnah. The Memra, do you mean to say in order to say that if he says to his wife, he's going from Yehuda to the Galil, when he reaches on Dripas and comes back, it's a valid get. That means that Antipras is in the Galil. It's outside of Yehuda because he left and came back. For a minute, that's a contradiction. Antipras be Yehuda. Ukfar what happens if in between these two areas, again, geographically, these were two cities that were near each other, in between, Matil and I say the Chumra, we got to be Machmir, and we say, she's divorced and she's not divorced, which means we're completely unsure how to handle it. But the bottom line is, you see clearly that Antipras is a place in Yehuda. So if a man says to his wife, this is your get on condition that I leave, 
and come back in 30 days, right? I'll, I'll go back in 30 days, and it's a valid get. We said if once you reach on Tipras, so then Patel Tanoi, why? He still hasn't left Yehuda. This price says Beferish that on Tipras is in Yehuda. He hasn't left. Since he hasn't left, it should be a valid get. Amra Bai. Bai says, trade Tanoi Kamala. We're dealing with a case where the husband told, made two Tanoim. He made two conditions. Number one is, if I end up going to the Galil, then this divorce is happening right away. It has nothing to do with 30 days. The moment I reach that place, the get I'm handing you now becomes valid. And you should know, let's end up traveling for 30 days and I don't come back. It also should be a, it's also going to be a, it's also going to be a valid get. Says the Gemara. So then that's called Yehuda. He never reached the Galil. And it's also not considered like he traveled for 30 days and therefore bottled Tanoi because he wasn't traveling. He stayed in that place. He only traveled till Antipras. That's located in Yehuda. He didn't meet the condition of traveling because he wasn't traveling on the road. He was in the town of Antipras. He didn't reach the condition of being in the Galilee. Hence, it's not a valid get. The condition falls off. And the, uh, the, the get is not effective. Okay. Beautiful. Okay, beautiful. Two dots, here we go. If the next case, a man says to his wife, this is your get, if I don't come back within 30 days, and we said, where was he going? He was going to Medina Sayyam. He's going outside Eretz Yisrael. Zot the Mishra, once he reached Akko, that seems to be called Medina Sayyam. Says the Gemara, Lamaimah, do you mean to say, Dakam Medina Sayyam Kaimah, Akko is considered outside Eretz Yisrael, Omar of Safra. Rav Safra says, When Rabbanon would leave each other, they would leave each other from Akko. Mishum Dasha Lotzeh Smerit Zor Lechutz Laretz. Because you're not allowed to leave from Eretz Yisrael to Chutz Laretz. So what do you see? Akko is considered Eretz Yisrael. I want to pause for a moment. Why would the Chacham do this? You have Rabbanan in Yerushalayim, went to Veria, anywhere in Eretz Yisrael, when their Chavr, when their friend would leave Eretz Yisrael, they would accompany them until the border. They, they traveled to Zaman. They traveled together. They would travel hours and days with the other Rabbanan who were traveling overseas. They would go. When Rabbanan traveled, they would go to Akko. It's a fascinating concept. It's very hard for us to fathom. But it's mamish like when people traveled up until recently, this was a permanent travel. It, was, it, it wasn't common that people would travel overseas and then come back. They were gone. They were gone. It was as if they passed away, so to speak, except you knew they were alive. They were just living. You couldn't hop on a plane. You couldn't hop on a, even hop on a ship and be back in three months. It's not the way it worked. You don't when remember they, those days? No, they, when, when I was a kid, I remember. Not all of you, man. <laughs> so, um, so, but what they would do when their chavirim would leave, they mamish, they traveled, and they would they would talk and learning, and they would spend time. They would spend time with them as they uh, as they left Eretz Yisrael. But there's a halacha that a person shouldn't leave Eretz Yisrael unless it's for the purpose of a mitzvah, 
And the, but the fact that they want the Akko is a proof that Akko is not considered Medina Sayyam. So why does the Gemara say, why does the Mishnah say that Akko, once he reaches Akko, that removes the condition? Amr Abaye says, there's really, again, two conditions that, are, that, that need to be fulfilled over here. And he says like this, he's saying to his wife, once I reach Medina Sayyam, once I go overseas outside the land of Eretz Yisrael, the altar Havagita, this get is effective immediately. Now sometimes I'm not going to make it all the way to Medina Sayyam. Let's say I'm just traveling for 30 days. I'm traveling for 30 days, I don't come back. Then it'll be effective, on, it'll be dependent on the days. La Havagita, it's going to be effective like that. So he, a, woman, a man gives a get to his wife on Rosh Chedesh Av. And he says, the moment I reach Medina Sayyam, it's a valid get. Or if I'm not back by Rosh Chedesh El. So she's either going to be divorced within a few days. Or she'll be divorced um, uh, automatically with, within a month. Unless he comes back. So what happens is like this. Once he reaches Akko, is that Medina Sayyam? No. He reaches Medina Sayyam. He reaches Akko. The Chazar, and now he came, comes back. The Laylam Dina Sayyamata. See, he never reached Medina Sayyam. And he wasn't traveling for 30 days, but tonight, so she's not divorced. The Maisei, he came back. The Maisei came back. Beautiful. Yeah? So we said like this, and this is what needs to be clarified. If you don't see my face for 30 days, we said as long as you didn't have Yichud, it's a valid get. Zakti Gemara, first wide line. Vahalai Avar. I understand. He never left in the first place. He said, I'm traveling. He never left. I'm Ravuna. Ravuna says, What do you mean? My Panech, what does it mean from your face? It means Tashmish. Okay. It's a nice way, not of seeing my face. It's referring to having relations. That was, a, that was more of a refined, sneeristic way to, uh, to refer to Tashmish. Vahamai Karle Panecha. So why did he say from your presence? He's choosing a, a more beautiful, refined, tzniyastik uh, expression. No, you could explain this mission that it's not, it doesn't mean yichud and it's not referring to relations. Rather, what it means is panayich mamish. Yeah, but does a mission say she's divorced? No, what happened is like this. We said it's a kosher get. What does it mean it's a kosher get? It's not considered an old used get. Now what's, what's unique about an old used get? There's a halacha that once a get is written, it cannot be used again if it hasn't been handed. So for example, Ruvain is married to Rachel. Ruvain writes a get for Rachel. Sunday. And he's like, you know what? I'm not giving it to her yet. When he, I don't know if I'm divorcing her yet. Wednesday they have relations. Friday, he's like, yeah, you know what, I'm done. He's not allowed to use the get that was written on Sunday. It's called a get yoshon. He's going to have to have a whole new get. It's, it's, it's going to be a, a whole new get over here. And therefore, when 30 days have elapsed, it's going to be effective. Okay? So it means literally that it's referring to uh, her face. It's referring to being in, in her presence. And as long as he's coming, so then... The get, uh, the, the, the get doesn't take effect. We have a price proving Rabbi Yechanan. In the case of Ereza Git, if somebody says, this is your get, or Panayach in feminine, 
as long as that don't pass in front of you, shleishim yaim for thirty days. And he keeps go, coming and going. There was no yichud, so we know that they didn't have tashmish, no, they didn't have relations, and therefore it's not considered an old get. You could still use this original get. We're not concerned that this is a used up get. It's an old get. A get is only considered an old get if they had, if they were together again, or they had yichud together again after the get was written. But over here, as long as he wasn't in the even if he was coming and going from the house, you, it's still a kosher get. That's not the, it doesn't mean it's an effective get, like she's divorced. It means it's still a kosher get. Because the bottom line is, he didn't have yichud, so we know that it's not a get yashem. But still, maybe we should be concerned that, um, that uh, the, the husband's going to say, that you know, I, uh, I I got along with my wife, and and uh, the the it's a get yashon. The Gemara here is concerned that maybe a husband later on is going to come play games, and make a condition. That <laughs> we we say there's no yichud. Since there's no yichud, it's a kosher get. She's going to get divorced, and five years <laughs> later, the husband will come back and claim yichud. And say, no, 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 I, I, the, the get was puzzled, so she's not married to the second guy. Maybe we're concerned that the husband's going to uh, play around to, to chepper her and, and ruin things. Amar Rabbi says, Hachi Amar Abai Mari Mishpei the Rav. This is what Amar Mari says in the name of Rav. Ba'aymer, we're dealing with a case where the guy says, Na'manas Basi, he gave over Na'manas to his wife. So he says, every, the, part of the condition is, is that everybody's going to trust the wife to say whether or not he was Mephiaser. And since he, gave, he already gave over those rights, we're not concerned. It's a pretty doichik, uh, a uh, pretty doichik case, a far-fetched case. But that's the only way to explain, uh, to explain the case of the Mishnah, because otherwise, you're right, we're going we're gonna to run into this issue. Ike Damasi Lamasis, and some learned that this uh, statement of, of uh, Rav is referring to our Mishnah, if a husband says, this is your get effective now, if I don't come back in 12 months, because the get was given before the death. Again, a dead guy cannot give a get. But if a dead guy on January 1st, forget January 1st, Rosh Chodesh Nisa, says, this is your get today, if I don't come back in 12 months, he kicks the bucket a month later, she's still considered divorced. Because the moment he died, made the get effective the month prior, so she's considered a divorcee. She's not considered a uh, she's not considered a, a, a widow. Says Gemara, why? Let's be concerned that maybe they were mafias each other, and maybe they had yichud or they had relations, and that knocked off the get. Again, he gave over the rights of trust to his wife. And hence, we're not concerned that even if he's going to come by later, because even if he comes by later, we have witnesses telling the husband to go jump in the lake. We don't care what you have to say later. The, the get is safe and sound. Mephayis, I'm sorry? Mephayis, to appease. The one who said that Rav's halacha is referring to our Mishnah, Koshkin Abraisa. He would certainly agree that this is referring to, that, that the same thing would hold true by the Lacha of the Brisa, which means when it comes to the case of where a husband says 12 months, if I don't come back in 12 months, and he kicks the bucket, he's going to be, he's going to be divorced, how much more so that in the case of the Brisa where people saw him going back and forth, 
throughout the month, we're going to be concerned that maybe he was, uh, we're going to be concerned that maybe he was Mephiaser, okay? That maybe he, uh, he uh, had, uh, he had uh, Yichud with her again. However, Avala Maslisen, the one who said that Rav was going to Allah the Mishnah, so the bottom line is here, the husband did not come back, and therefore the get should be kosher, even if, he'll hold the get as kosher, even if he didn't give over a complete Namanus to his wife. All right. Zok the Mishnah. Let's see. We have uh, four more minutes. We hold this again if I don't come back. Mikan from now until 12 months. She dies on 12 months. Ain't I get? It's not a valid get. Before we said it is a valid get. Here you see it's not a valid get. It's going to be your get from today if you don't go back within 12 months. And now it's going to go back retroactively. Because the get's happening prior to the death. If he says, this is your get if I don't come back in 12 months, or if he says, if I don't come back in 12 months, please write and give this get to my wife. See, he didn't hand the get to his wife. He instructed shluchim, he instructed messengers, if I don't come back, then please uh, write and give the get to my wife. Because they wrote it too early. Okay? They can't write it within 12 months. It's going to be a kosher get. And we'll have to explain this machlaikas in the Gemara. Again, the husband says to the messengers, if I don't come back in 12 months, I want you to write and give a get to my wife. Let's say they did everything after the 12 months are up. Umes. And he dies. If the get was written prior to his death, then it's going to be a get. Let's say the 12 months are up, but he died before the get. Then in a get, then she's considered a widow. We don't know which one came first. So we're going to say, This is a very simple case. And the case is, you have a, a, a man walks over to, to two people. He says, please, if I'm not back in 12 months, I want you to write and give a get to my wife. 12 months are up. So they go to a Besden. Takes a couple days. They write the get. Turns out the husband's dead. He died after the 12 months. We don't know which one came first. So then we say we have to be machmir in both directions. Yeah, we have to be concerned about either one. I mean, maybe she's a widow. If maybe she's a widow, which means she, uh, if they don't have kids, she's going to have to do chalitza. We're concerned for Yibam. Maybe she's a divorcee, so she can't marry a kain. Right? We're going to have to take on the stringencies of each one. Tana, we learned, Rabbi Sadi Julie not say that the Chachamim permitted her to marry by the case of. Migureshes, Reino Migureshes, Man Rabbi Seinu, who are the Chachamim, who are the, who are the Rabbi Seinu that we're referring to over here? Am Ravina Mashmo, Beidina Dushar Mishra, it's the Bezdin that permitted the oil, Savilak Rabbi Yaisli, Olak Rabbi Yaisli, Damar Zmanin, Shoshtar Mechiyachalav, who says this man of the Shtar will prove about it, and therefore we have no concern. Right? All you need to do is get the guy's death certificate, we know when the guy's dead, we know when the get is written, and Shalom Al Yisrael, the date will prove that the get was given retro, uh, not necessarily retroactively, but prior to the death. Amr of Abba Breit of Chiyabar Abba Amr of Yechanan reviewed in the Sia Ben Aisha of Gamliel Ben Bar Rabbi Hayyav Lahaydu Lai Kol Siyasai, but nobody agreed with him. Ramila Kol Shaasai, and some say that they disagreed with him throughout his life. Amr Lei Rabbi Lazlo Husaba, who said to an elderly person, Kishri Suha. When you allow this woman to remarry, do you, do you allow her to remarry as soon as her husband died? Okay? Let's say, in other words, let's say 
uh, a man says right to get in 12 months and he dies within 12 months do you allow her to marry immediately as a widow or do you only permit her to marry after the 12 months are up do we permit her to marry because we know for sure the husband's not coming back because we know uh, because that's Lamaisa when the condition is going to be fulfilled so that's the shayla says the Gemara let's hold it here Gotta stop Minchas in one minute. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Best time tomorrow. We're gonna to restart the Gemara. We'll go back to the Gemara and we're gonna finish the seventh parak of uh, of Masechus Gittin. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.